It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Now to my guest, Brian Blaze, who joins me. Uh, Brian, a former advisor to President Trump, a former special assistant to President Trump for economic policy. Uh, Obama, Biden, Harris, the big fix is in or at least being proposed for the family glitch in the Affordable Care Act. What's going on here, Brian? Hey, David, it's great to be with you. Yeah, President uh, Obama made a return to the White House last week, and ironically, it was to support an illegal action uh, that's being proposed by the Biden administration um, that uh, goes well beyond what uh, uh, what his administration did. So uh, to understand the issue, uh, the Obamacare contains subsidies for people to buy coverage in these uh, health insurance exchanges. Uh, but it had to limit those subsidies um, because they were so generous. And if everybody accessed them, you know, the costs would explode. So it limited them to people that didn't have an offer of affordable coverage through their employer. Um, and it based affordability on the cost of the coverage to the uh, employee, not based on the cost of family coverage. And it's written that way in the statute. Um, Obama's IRS, this is a tax provision, so it's enforced by the IRS. They issued rules in 2012 um, that correctly interpreted the statute and said the subsidies are just um, uh, for available uh, if the self-only coverage isn't affordable. Well, uh, uh, this has been deemed the so-called family glitch because there are uh, uh, some families out there that may face unaffordable coverage if the employer doesn't provide any contribution to the family um, uh, family plan. Um, and that's true. There are some people in those situations. But the IRS needs to enforce the law that Congress passed. It can't change its enforcement of the tax code based on the political pressure put on the agency by the White House. And I am actually stunned um, that the IRS did that. They proposed a rule last week um, that uh, meets the political wishes and interests of the White House, but is contrary to law uh, and will increase uh, government spending well beyond what Congress authorized. What is the likelihood that this would be challenged successfully? If, if it's in violation of law, that's stating the obvious, but successful challenge has to be mounted. And as you mentioned, there's a great deal of political push uh, from Biden and the Democrats on this. It's a really good question. Um, Congress uh, could potentially have standing, um, given that they passed a law that the executive branch is now ignoring. Um, but the uh, Obama administration did this quite a bit in the implementation of Obamacare. Uh, it's actually not Obamacare that we have um, uh, that was passed by Congress. There were a lot of sort of legal jujitsu uh, performed by the Obama administration, um, which is sort of telling now that even despite, you know, the uh, uh, their failure to follow the law, the Biden administration has clearly gone well beyond that. Um, breaking with what the IRS did during the Obama administration. It's really taxpayers that are harmed. 
um, like this is um, uh, just going to increase uh, deficit spending and what uh, uh, is going to have to be paid back by future taxpayers. But taxpayers don't generally have an opportunity for standing um, to bring litigation. So this is a it is a proposed rule. Um, there is a 60 day notice and comment period. So the public's going to weigh in. But, you know, most of the special interest groups, they want more government health care spending. So they're going to be supportive of this action, uh, even though it's clearly in violation of the law. My guest, Brian Blaze, a former economic advisor in the Trump administration. Uh, you know, I, I look at this and I see the numbers uh, and the people that may, and I use the term may carefully, benefit from this change. It's relative to the population and the number of people that are on Obamacare or in some way tied into this, it's a relatively small number. So it begs the question, why the rule? Is this more about entrenching elements of Obamacare in our system? Uh, so thanks for that question. It's, it's a good point. Like I, I argue that the policy um, uh, is bad policy, too, in addition to being illegal. Uh, the White House only expects about 200,000 people that don't have health insurance to gain coverage because of this. Um, it's actually most of the individuals in the family glitch, David. They have coverage. They are on the employer plan. So even though the government have by, you know, has, has said that to these individuals, you know, that coverage is unaffordable, people are acting as if it's affordable because they're buying the coverage. So this is, um, uh, you know, all this does, it's replacing employer-provided coverage, which is privately financed, with um, this exchange-based coverage, which is overwhelmingly paid for by taxpayers. So even though the impact, I agree with you, the impact is relatively small, it's just the, the federal government further um, reducing the private sector's role in health care and increasing the government's role. Would the IRS likely ignore this? I mean, you know, what what could... And I know it's a broad question and a very, you know, how do you guess the IRS? Probably not a good plan anyway, but could they, in a sense, not pay attention to this law or is it more likely that they'll cave to the pressure? So what happened here is that the president issued an executive order and he did this about a year ago. Um, and he directed the IRS and Treasury to look at this pr provision. Um, and then there's been enormous political pressure put on the IRS and Treasury from uh, political uh, leaders in the White House, as well as some you know, Democratic members of Congress, uh, interest groups. Um, I did not think, actually, the IRS and Treasury would cave to this pressure. You know, when I was in the White House for two and a half years working with Treasury and IRS, they were very much sort of by the book, like, here's the law. This is this is how we have to go and implement and enforce the tax code. Um, so I am uh, uh, was very disappointed um, that the IRS and Treasury uh, caved to the political pressure that was put on them uh, by the White House, by the administration. It's an interesting proposed rule because it uses the word tentative. They're saying this is a tentative um, uh, 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 change in in uh, tax enforcement. I've never seen the word tentative used in a proposed rule before. It suggests to me that the IRS and Treasury career folks are uncomfortable uh, with making this change. It's so clearly inconsistent with the statute. Um, and it, it really is. I mean, this is much broader than a debate over Obamacare. The IRS cannot be used by the White House 
um, to change tax policy and tax enforcement in a way that meets the political interests of who's ever in the White House at that point in time. Yeah. And unfortunately, in the past, weaponizing a bureau through pressure or other means is, well, not a new thing. Uh, Again, small number of people, as you've mentioned, Brian, that would be affected or included in this group. So, you know, it then leads to a broader question and the political question. uh, Does this become another issue that, you know, the, the Republicans can use when it comes to the election cycle? I mean, are we starting to see more bureaucratic insertion? And there's, of course, always a political component. There's political pressure. There's political possibility. I mean, it's a uh, it's a target rich environment right now for Republicans and inflation with the you know new numbers out today uh, over eight um, percent, sort of the highest inflation for 40 years. I suspect Republicans are going to uh, laser focus on inflation. Ironically, um, uh, uh, listen to a clip that uh, I think CNBC did with a Biden administration member of their Council of Economic Advisors talking about inflation. And her answer started with what the Biden administration is doing on the family glitch, which shows sort of the politics inside the White House. Ironically, this proposal uh, increases inflation. It is crowding is more government spending that crowds out private sector spending. So it is inflationary. Um, in addition to being illegal and, you know, having a relatively uh, limited number of effects on the people without health insurance. Something else to keep a close eye on. The number may be small, but the bureaucratic insertion is often bigger, right? Another control point, another area where once a bureaucracy gets involved, how do you unpack it? How do you peel them out of it? Brian, thank you very much. Something for the Republicans to consider, but for Americans to watch out for. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. Brian Blaze, president of Paragon Institute, former special assistant to President Trump for economic policy. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.